What's up, everybody? This is episode 10 of Brutally Sober. It's Saturday, March 28th, 2020. AC, that's after COVID. And there's before COVID, and then there's after COVID. So it's BC, AC, get it? It's 48 balmy degrees outside in Keyport, New Jersey. I will be momentarily chatting with my wife, Sarah. So, stay tuned. Distilled or regular? Regular. Interesting. Do you think the Loch Ness Monster exists or has ever existed? From somewhere. So you believe the Loch Ness Monster has existed at some point? think Stonehenge is all about? You never thought about it? No, I haven't. And what did you think about it? Why do you ask me questions when it's late? Why do I ask you questions what? It's late. Because you said you wanted to do the podcast. time that you wanted to do it. Okay, last question. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Where do you think they live? I don't know. What do you think they look like? I don't know. They look like us for all I know. I don't know. Interesting. Would you care to elaborate on it anymore? What's the difference between peace? The last question. The last question on the um, seven wonders of the world type of stuff. Alright, I'll give you one more. Would you rather have a sweet potato with a marshmallow or brush your teeth and then have orange juice? Somebody on Instagram recommended to somebody else 
Just recently? Just, yeah, an hour ago. That's disgusting. <laughs> it was weird that that came up with. between peace and happiness as a state of mind maybe or something like that what is the difference between peace and happiness well you can be upset but still be at peace you can be in pain but still be at peace it's like a I feel like there's a and surrender. Happiness is an emotion. So that fluctuates. So does peace and surrender. But it's I feel like you can have peace and surrender while simultaneously not feeling other emotions while you're going through those other emotions. So you would describe happiness as more of like uh, more fleeting intervals of. Yeah. And what about as past tense? Would you define happiness as a state of of mind or state of being when you refer to it in the past tense? Like, it was a happy time for me back in ba-ba-ba. I feel like in the present tense, happiness is just different for intervals of happiness, possibly. But, and I don't think it's you could be constantly happy or say that you're constantly happy without being a psychopath but you can be constantly at peace I think that is achievable yes because I feel like uh, it's when you're because when you're at when you're at peace in that achievable way, you are you have those emo- those emotions, um, but it's like meditation and your thoughts. You're like they're there and you witness them and you you observe them, you see them, you honor them, while still being able to stay in that um, peaceful state. There's no judgment there, so they're not attached to them. It's when we become attached to them that breaks our when we come become attached to our thoughts, it's when it the, disrupts not the thoughts, the well thoughts too, but the emotion. 
we tend to get very attached to our emotions. When we get attached to our emotions. Yes. Is when we lose our peace. Right. Because then you're not present. You're stuck. You're attached. You're you're attaching that emotion and you're holding on to that emotion, and you're not being present because emotions are not. Um, they're just temporary. So if you're not being present with just observing them and you attach to them, you're not going to stay in that peace. But you can be in peace and have something come, an emotion come and really rattle you up for a moment. In a way, they don't... Unless you're a Zen master. Zen master must still have moments of uh, their emotions coming in, but they're not they're not attached to them. So it's more of a they're just they're just observing them. So like they're and they're more in tune with their subconscious. So it's it's it's, it's multi-layered there. So you're, you're, they're present. Subconscious isn't exactly they bring their subconscious to the conscious. So when you can do all that. body visceral response they're there and they're allowed to be there and that's fine um, they're, they're fleeting and they know they're fleeting so they just let it move through would you describe yourself as uh, peaceful generally um, uh, Generally, would you describe yourself as being, in a general sense, at peace? Not yet. If I was at peace, I wouldn't be so triggered. I get triggered really easy, um, and I attach to my emotions. being is peace I know that um, my thoughts you know my ego it's not me but I'm very stuck in that in my head uh, right now I know I know I am stuck in my head dehydrate like let it go like I just am constantly absorbing um, so maybe you should think of yourself as a filter instead of a sponge I need to be a sieve a, a sieve a sieve so like you know nothing stays it just let it go through you know like the, a sieve a sieve is like uh, oh, I'm sorry 
So like, okay, sand, when you when you go to pick up sand and it falls through your fingertips. Yeah. Or you try to hold water and it just falls through your fingertips. Mm-hmm. It just rolls out. That's what I need to learn how to uh, navigate that. It's hard to... Um, I have a hard time allowing myself to feel at peace when so many people that aren't at peace but there's people that are happy and feeling their joy too why don't I tap into that I don't I mean and I guess there's times where I do but for some reason so you because other people it's the stuff going on with other people you absorb that is what you're saying yeah we're not disconnected and you're you're not and you can't squeeze it out there's just so much I always feel overwhelmed so, do you think you would benefit from a spiritual colon cleanse and just flush all of that stuff that is stuck to the walls of your rectum, your spiritual it's, rectum, took the turn. and just let it all flush out? How would you achieve a spiritual colon cleanse like that? Just being of service is how you achieve that. Hmm. Is that um, what you're consciously trying to do right now? That's a good answer. I have like some roadblocks, um, you know, like not being able to drive and not knowing how. I'm going to be the day, um, which is the healing journey that I'm still on, you know, chronic illness is a healing journey, chronic, chronic illness is because of our emotions, our stored emotions, so I'm fully aware of that, it's very frustrating, but I also have to remember nothing happens overnight and we're so rushed everything's rush 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 and at our fingertips all the time but that's not how healing works healing you don't just grab it and it's there and it's not a um, instant what's the it's not instant gratification it's painful and it's slow healing is painful yep um so like the things that i want to do that I know would be helpful for myself to feel like I'm doing something and um, you know, being a part of the whole, whereas right now I'm in isolation a lot more than anything. Um, but still not separate from, you're never separate from, you're not gonna get away from it. Um, so, <sighs> is being of service. So yeah, it's my, when I'm in my healing room, this, when I feel whole. For what I'm creating, I feel whole. Is all kinds of pain healing? Um, I would say self-inflicted is not. That's, uh, that's a coping mechanism, and that's feeding the addiction in the brain, and that response that your brain wants instead of 
attached to our emotions and stay in um, you stay in this depressed state because that depressed state at the same time makes you feel alive even though you feel dead inside. It's a very strange duality. That is not. I don't. Um, don't necessarily think that's healing, but it's part of the process. So uh, that's a part. we get stuck sometimes I'm not, I'm not, I don't even know if I'm answering this question I'm getting, I'm getting stuck trying to answer the question do you think the absence of peace is pain definitely do you think the pain that you feel from your absence of peace is a form of healing pain. I don't have complete absence of peace. Right. So... I experienced that all the time. <laughs> oh my god. And this is why it's awkward just talking to people. Because like I my brain I have one one friend who is like me in circles and like gets lost, but she somehow follows me every time and she'll she'll bring it back. And I don't know how she does it because I lose myself and she somehow is able to always bring it back. I'm like, damn. Maybe we can invite her over for dinner so she could be our conversational Tom Tom. <laughs> pretty funny. Speaking about peace, do you think you can tell the difference between M&M's and Reese's Pieces without the wrapper, Bob? M&M's and Reese's Pieces? Yeah. Yes. How? Without the wrapper on? Yeah, without it in the bag. Looking at them in the on the table? Yeah. They're different colors. Oh, they are. Reese's pieces are orange and brown. Like light brown and dark brown, I think. Is it three, two brown? Anyway, that was wow. Way to like lighten up the mood there. Are they Halloween colors? They're like yeah, kind of remind me of like Halloween. And then M and M's have all the red, blue, yellow, orange. Why don't you think M&M's came out with their own M&M cup, like Reese's Pieces, 
did a Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup. Like, M&M's don't have a chocolate bar. Why don't M&M's come out with the freaking chocolate bar? You ever seen an M&M's chocolate bar? I haven't. Reese's Pieces got their individual M&M looking style candies. They also have Reese's peanut butter cups. Comes in a two pack or king but size Reese's four pack. Don't have chocolate. They're chocolate coated with no, a hard Reese's exterior pieces? shell, much like no. myself. <laughs> Reese's pieces are just candy over peanut butter. They're chocolate candy over peanut no butter. Chocolate. Well, no what, chocolate. Well, what kind of candy is it then? It's the same candy coating as M and M's, but there's no chocolate. It has to be some type of candy. No, it's just the it's just that confectioner sugar candy coating. It's just the candy. So you're telling me there's no chocolate, no chocolate. in Reese's Pieces? No. But there is chocolate. The peanut butter M and M's. Maybe that's where you're getting no. confused. No. There's chocolate in Reese's Pieces. In Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, they're two different things. Yeah. But there's also. Well, then that's like peanuts, saying just peanuts in the peanut M and M's, not peanut butter. Yeah, but there's also a peanut butter M and M that has. There's chocolate. a peanut butter M and M. Yes, and that has chocolate, the candy shell, and peanut butter. And I think that's Hershey's, and Hershey's does make a chocolate bar. So, Do Reese's. Th- I don't know who owns. Is Reese's Mars? I don't know who owns Reese's. So, this is really a silly conversation. When you have. A sugar addiction. When do you crave, like, say, Skittles versus M&M's or Reese's Pieces? Because Skittles or, like, a fruit roll-up. Two different types of junk food, right? Yes. When do you crave one? When do you crave another? Go. I don't know. My cravings come... One of the big ones that I crave are, yeah, Skittles definitely, like Starburst. But my biggest one is Sour Patch Kids. Mmm. I can feel the corner backs of my cheeks tingle (laughs) as you say it. Mmm. But yeah, that's a good question. And as a sugar addict, I don't know. Chocolate is almost like savory sweet, right? Mm-hmm. S- versus the pure sugar. Mm-hmm. So I guess now I've evolved to, as I got healthier, like more of the savory sweet, like so the more beneficial sweets. Like I wouldn't, I won't eat sugar, sugar. Like I won't eat sour patch kids or anyone eat those things anymore, but I still eat chocolate. Is there a time in your life that you can look back on and say that was, those were happy days? I 
very triggering question for me. Do you consider your present moment life days if this was right now right now is your interval of your future self saying those days but this is those days right now would you say that would have been my yeah that's what I was going to say Uh, maybe I can look back and say those were happy days more of in the present time Um, what do you mean more than the present time Uh, I mean I'm sorry like I was gonna say if I could say right now I would the future would be right now would be the answer just like you said but as far as like the past right now I can't say that because there's still a lot that I'm uh, navigating through and that's just my own uh, uncomfortableness of uh, through the my, my process of uh, a lot of I'm still going through a lot of shame and embarrassment of past uh, behavior. Um, see? A lot of, everybody goes through that. A lot of people go through that. You're going through shame of past behavior? Yeah. From how long ago? Uh, gosh, I mean, I feel like it's kind of... Even last year, even this past year, um, there's a lot of that, a lot of that, How does it feel to be in the most happiest time of your life right now? say happy if you want. were the happy days or I was happy back then or something like that or even to say it in the future which is what people always do say I'll be happy when this happens or whatever you also say I was happy back then but it's hard for us to say this is a time of my life that I'm happy I'm happy right now because when you say that like there's always those things going on in your head as you're saying it that you're constantly worried about like as if you weren't going to be worried about those things that don't matter in the future when you win the lottery and you don't have anything to worry about or in the good old days when you think that you didn't worry about anything I don't know what the good, I never had good old days um, I'm just getting to the good old days now from 
appreciating the little things, just appreciating the little things, um, but really like taking it in and um, wow, this makes me so uncomfortable. I don't know why I'm so uncomfortable. I don't know why it's like hard to say that um, I'm happy. guess because I always feel like a crazy person and there's a lot going on that like feeling saying I'm happy or content doesn't sound believable or but I'm not complacent I guess and like there's like I don't and there's so many people suffering see again there's so many there's always that I don't I, I still have that I'm not allowed to feel this way don't know why that's still there, but that's still really strongly there. So like whenever I say that, it's uncomfortable. And not because of thoughts of what's gonna happen or anxiety or anything like that. More of a well who am I to feel that way? And it really should be who am I not to feel that way? It's my responsibility to be to be happy and at peace. That is what we should be um should be. It's just not a good should is not a big term but that's where we're meant to be that's our natural state um, what's our natural state to be just at peace and open so about your feelings about what the, uh, the shit that is going on in the world like, is, do you feel like you feel the way you do because you don't deserve happiness because everyone, so many people are suffering or because you feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders? Because I don't deserve. Because you don't deserve. Not because I have the weight. I mean... No, I don't have the weight of the world um, on my shoulders. I feel it. I feel things, but um, I don't deserve. But it's, so it doesn't make sense either. We all are born into what we're born into for a reason. chose the soul contract so to speak um, and this is the lifetime this is what I'm supposed to be in this lifetime and I'm supposed to be everything that I'm experiencing is what I'm meant to experience for my growth whatever that means still quite haven't <coughs> figured that out um, and you know it's why like there's some so many, so much pain, and it's like unfathomable. Why? How can one person take all this? And that was part of their growth. That was part of their contract. And uh, if I look at it that way, and after, after I remember that we all came here in our designated 
places for a reason. Um, then I really am irresponsible for not just doing what I'm here to do, which I'm not quite sure what that is, but, but I guess there's that, that. So you just said all that. Yeah. Which is like you you realize you you know you know all that is true what you just said yet you still feel guilty yeah for being so blessed right yeah um so how can you get past that if you already know that it doesn't make sense. Is it is it because it's something that like is it is it something that you like just because hang I'm navigating on? emotion because I'm constantly navigating the emotions and the complexity of my wiring. You know, like my brain wiring is is that of I feel guilty for everything, right? I mean I'm still reworking that brain wiring. That is actually my brain wiring. Which has happened because of things from when I was little, right? But from our, when we grow up, like our brain is programmed a certain way. So I am reprogramming right now. I'm still reprogramming. So I'm aware, like I have these all these different truths that I do fully believe, but then I still have this guilt that I still have as a truth subconsciously. And subconscious is, you know, it takes a, a while to get to that. And release that. Do you feel like you? Now I'm, I'm asking you this because you've acknowledged your inconsistencies with the way you feel versus the way you know life to be. Are you hanging on to th- this feeling of? towards because of your view of the world because you don't know how to be because you're scared of self-improvement or being happy or something like that is that possible because that's what I've been this has been well, maybe not self-improvement, but being happy or feeling happy, because I know maybe that, I mean, you talking about being happy was just making you uncomfortable. Right. Could that be something that you are making an excuse for so that you're not happy or no. getting more happy? or? No, I... Something like that? No. So, it's just one of the... It's just... I'm not not happy. Yeah. Um... It's just where I'm still navigating. Like I said, it's subconscious and it's my programming. Um... And... I uh, I, I'm not need to, I am, I want to, um, I am still currently working on that programming, just rewiring, um, 
they're neurons firing off. They just, they have their way. And when they're used to going, when they're used to their pathway, they're used to their pathway. And but it are uh, it's a daily it's a daily practice of rewording. As you see, even when I'm talking, I I'll say something and I correct the word that I chose because of the connotations the word has. Um. Yeah. Would you rather take a ride in a hot air balloon or a blimp? Hot air balloon. Why? just are a little freaky because you don't know what kind of message you might be um, flying in front of in the summertime know, just, hot air balloon just seems more peaceful do you think hot air balloons should advertise like blimps do except for the banners would lie vertically down, just hanging down, compared to like one of those summer blimps that says, you know, uh, go to Lens Crafters or something, free appointment, even though it's so far away, no one would even be able to read it if they had to go to Lens Crafters in the first place. So, what I'm trying to get at is hot air balloon, uh, hot, I think hot air balloon, horizontal banner. What do you think about that idea? For advertising. Sounds great. Maybe you should get on that. Okay. Um, do you have any burning desires? I've kind of exposed your, like, um, feelings tonight. Do you need to ask me any questions about any vulnerabilities of mine or anything like that? Just to, you know... This has been, you know, I've been hitting you know, with some hard hitters tonight. Good at asking questions. I'm not good at answering questions. Um, no, you have prepared your questions. Now you're just going to have me sit here and try to think of a question. I prepared. Do you know How what? You que- answer your own questions? Do you know which questions I prepared? I, 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 well, I, I, I wrote questions. down. I, do you believe I, in I, aliens? I, I, that's what I wrote down. Well, you're good at this kind of stuff. I'm not. Can you say that again? Alright, I guess I'll just have you to... You were right, Joe. Play. You were right. Hey! I'm going to play this back a bunch of times now. You were right, Joe. You were right. I'm going to have to play this back a bunch of times now. You were right, Joe. You were right. Which would you rather have, toaster strudels or Pop-Tarts? Pop-Tarts. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Why? Really? Toaster strudels are warm and juicy and hot and and salty and sweet and have frosting in a little packet that you can't open with your teeth. (laughs) Well, I can make a Pop-Tart. I've never made a toaster strudel. Interesting. Well, I'm going to wrap up this episode... Is there anything you want to say before we go? 
would I be able to get your friend's phone number that is able to navigate your um, thoughts when answering a simple question so I could get some uh, um, maybe stop putting me on your freaking podcast and putting me on the spot I thought we had a really great time Well, guys, I think I just closed out the podcast on a strong note. So, I might do a little intro after this segment, but then I'm just going to wrap it up because I haven't done a podcast in like a week. And um, I want to stay on top of it because it helps me. Learn about myself, learn about my wife, and doggone it, people like me. So, don't drink tonight.